great to be back in. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. We Hold can't, on. Can't even see anything on the screen, bro. 420, blaze it. I think... There we go. There it is. Hey. <laughs> Welcome in. There we go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back into a uh, fine edition of this In the Pain podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Let's Welcome go. back in. Let's off your go. feet. Oh, man. Let's it feels good going. to be back. Let's Fresh get it going. We are back. We didn't go anywhere. We out here. We really out here. We really live this life. We actually upgraded because now we're on two platforms. Yes, we are on two What's platforms. What's good? And we have a very special guest on tonight's program. Oh, shit. And that guest is Donald J. Trump, ladies oh! and gentlemen. Oh, shit. Wait, don't get us banned. Yeah, right? Shit. Community guidelines. <laughs> Trying to get us striked right yeah. away. Now, oh. welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. It's Thank you for back. the grand entrance, John. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Hello, YouTube, TikTok. It's nice to be back. Donald- Not back in office. This is back in the studio. <laughs> Donald Trump, everyone. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I've been down to my Miralago golf course. I'm here. I'm ready to rock. Let's do it. <laughs> the YMCA. By the way, did you guys see those gas prices? My God. <laughs> Four twenty nine a gallon. Absolutely ridiculous. Holy fuck, bro. A lot has changed since we were last on air, Don. It was um, like two twenty. Last it, it was like an 80 cent. It was like, take our gas from our fucking, you know what I mean? Gas Dude, it really sucks because, like, we're really feeling all the effects of, hey, thanks for that stimulus check. Oh, hey, thanks for that second stimulus check. Now it's like, fuck. Yeah, man. <laughs> There's taxes. Yeah, bro. There's inflation. It's bad, man. I forgot about that. It's brutal. Holy it, shit. It's brutal, man. It's, uh, you know, it's hitting everyone where it hurts. Uh, You know, inflation and... All that crazy jazz, man. Um, you know, it's stay inside and stay poor. Yeah, what a you know? what well, a that's... crazy turbulent. I feel like we say this every show. Well, here, let me let me yeah, just introduce come you guys real quick. Starting out the hot take. <laughs> it's always turbulent, man. Yeah, we we get we can hit the ground running. Right I'm, cool yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I like it too. It, it has been three weeks, man. So yeah, we're just excited to get back excited. and talk. <laughs> get back right in the now. saddle. Um, uh, to my double right, we are joined here by uh, Sir Mario, back and better than ever. What's going on, man? What is up, everybody? John, Clem, how you guys doing? What's good, Mario? The good people of YouTube and TikTok. It's good to be back. Yes, we are live on TikTok as well. You can go check out Win by Two Official on TikTok. Facts, there it is. Dude, what a segue! And holy shit! Introducing him now. You the can't one, see us because the the four twenty blaze it smoke, but we're here. The one, the only Alex Clemish. What's I'm going here, on, dude? Man? What is good? Thank you for that warm introduction. How are you guys feeling? Fantastic, dude. Yeah, Never had a great. bad day in my life. Oh, yeah. fuck. Wow. The words Whoa. of the great Howard Eskin. Give, give me some of that, bro. <laughs> I want those drugs. <laughs> That's the uh, the words of the great Howard Eskin. Never had a bad day in my life. Oh, fucking that guy. You that know guy. he's lying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's probably just ripping Jones. Yeah, I'm just fucking drinking a fifth every day. Just hanging out with the ice oh, ring, dude. God, I got to talk about the Eagles again. Yeah, <laughs> fucking 10th fuck. week in a row. They're 5-11. They're fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, so a lot has changed. We have obviously been off the air for uh, a couple weeks. Um, you know, trying to uh, revamp the In the Pain podcast, uh, as you guys uh, know it currently. Um, you know, uh, trying to trying to decide what we're gonna uh, kind of you know steer the ship, or where we're gonna steer it, where it's gonna go, and uh, you know all that. Um, you know, we have a lot of good ideas down the pipeline, um, and we're excited to bring that to you. So this is like. Uh, well, it's like bittersweet today. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is kind of more of like a PSA, like a long form PSA than it is, you know, a podcast, an actual a episode. Yeah. yeah, this is like hello goodbye. It's good. It was a decent band. 
but we're like cockroaches. We won't be gone for long. Yeah, we're no. not going anywhere. We're just we just got to revamp some things. That's all. Exactly. And plus two, we have well, the, we're here. The wiffle ball season that is coming up, uh, season two, uh, going to be debuting. Uh, we'll, we'll call it April. No official date yet, but we'll call it April. That's we sound like the actual MLB. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say it's turning. It's about into... time, finally, man. Baseball is back. They did sign. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Not to no, nah, no, not, man. Not to keep going. You that know. is a good point, though. The MLB, <laughs> man, uh, you know, trying to, uh, well, you know, the CBA and, you know, the Players Association trying to come up with a deal. Uh, and they did, uh, I think it was today or yesterday, one of the days. Uh, they start all blending together at this point. I think um, it was yesterday. Yesterday. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll be we'll be on throughout the wiffle ball season and then probably after the wiffle ball season. So sometime... I like to say in June we'll be back here in studio after tonight. Um, so I mean it is what three months away, but you know uh, you guys are gonna like what we got coming down uh, the pipeline. You know as far as the set, as far as the format of the show, uh, just a lot of things are gonna be um, you know taken up I guess to the next level. Um, you know we 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 like to use the phrase leveling up here. Uh, you know so. <laughs> Oh, that's the Mario. Uh -oh. I thought I I seen Mario on my soundboard. <laughs> Isn't that when you die? Here, wait. I got the mushroom right here. Yeah, there you go. So I'm gonna level us up. Hold on, there we go. There you go. Bring. Yeah. So we are. Uh, yeah, we are leveling up. I thought I had the leveling up <laughs> soundboard. I see. I seen. And there goes my oh, fire. Oh man, <laughs> damn. Dude. Clearly, we've been out of this for a while. We're a little rusty. Clearly. Um, it's the life when you're smoking weed, man. Smoke weed every day. There, yes, it sir, there it is. What else do we got? That's to what I was waiting for. John's basement, but smoke weed and play music, right? Somebody grab a towel real quick. And yeah. Just can you guys? Around, can you guys dude. hold this down? I, of course. I oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Hold it down. Let's hold do it. Do your thing, chicken wing. <laughs> All right. So I guess the camera's gonna stay on me for a bit. So I got a filibuster. Yeah, dude. Start dancing. Just. <laughs> oh yeah. That's how I like to see. I was just about to say the uh, <laughs> wiffle ball has turned into a league, dude. That's Yo, like a lot of I'm excited, yeah. dude. I think because I, I know the plan is to expand the league and have more teams. Um, But also on the production side of things, with the podcast being the official, you know, um, coverage of the season, we're trying to revamp the whole production aspect of it, too. I think, you know, last year we kind of had... Some some things in place where now I feel like we had a whole season of it, so we kind of know like what to you know what, what to expect. To what you're walking into, yeah. And 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 now with like John constantly upgrading the studio, we're gonna have like insane cameras and great graphics to go with everything. And, Fuck yeah, people and dude, love the dude. It's great. It's league. like we cover it like it's Sports Center, so it's like oh, kind of so it's like kind of fun, and people get a kick out of that, you know, every week, and they like to watch us. Break dude, things. Break I was down enjoying, wiffle ball. Highlights. I was enjoying the wiffle ball, watching it. Alex got to play what in the uh, couple games, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I Wait, was a contributor. Too. Psycho gamer said, "Bro, did the SpongeBob <laughs> <laughs> Squidward's interpretive dance." I love it. That was see. That was a good uh, in interpretation, bro. I see you're good a man job. of culture as well. Yeah, good job, Psycho gamer representing, dude. The, dude, the he, really, he really does hold it down, man. Ask him chat. if he's got uh, TikTok. 
dude, I, I will say though, Psycho, a Psycho Gamer man uh, shreds on the Fortnite sticks, dude. I thought he stopped playing. No, he he's yeah, playing. Isn't he oh, like an playing? insane Fortnite gamer? Yeah, just not yeah. with us anymore. No, no. Uh, well, no, he, I, I play. Me and Mitch play with oh, him. Oh, you guys play with him. <laughs> cool, dude. Well, cool, you're, you're never on, bro. Yeah, I play. I play solo anyway. You like bought like <laughs> a dude. Alex bought like a sick streaming setup and like just doesn't play. <laughs> I don't all. play. Yeah, I don't play. Stop playing. I get like, pissed off. He's like, I try to play and then I get pissed off. So and you, I gotta you, delete the streams because I'm like, fuck! You do it on Twitch, uh, right? Yeah. Nice. And then I'm like, I can't put that out there. <laughs> Start yelling and shit. This fucking fuck. MK7! Shit. <laughs> shit, fuck, fuck! Yeah, that's like, dude, yeah. And the ridiculous shit happens. And I got my little brother walks in on me and he's like, what's, what's wrong, dude? He's Are filming okay? me. What a strangle. Him. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck that. I'd rather focus on productive things, you know? Fortnite no, I'm gonna still I'm gonna bro. still stream. Just yeah. I gotta get better. For I was better, and then they changed it. They took Dude, the AR it's, away. It's it's hard to do, man. It, it's it's a lot of work streaming. I mean, you know, you guys know better than anybody. It's, I was just trying to focus hard. on the video game aspect first before because, even worrying about the stream. Yeah, because you're so focused on okay. If I'm going to stream, I have to keep people entertained by being good at this game. While, <laughs> and talk. While also yeah. adding commentary. While right, adding yes. commentary and staying engaging. So it's hard, man. It's a hard balance. Yeah, I well, suck at it. I suck at it. Like, I got ADD like a motherfucker. So I'm just like, it's either I'm playing really good and not talking. I or think just we all do. ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> it really shows on this show when we're all like, we all have a point. We're like, <gasps> we're all just like kind of start talking at once. <laughs> So, um, you know, I, I think, dude, the hardest part of a stream is actually having the materials to stream. So as far as the computer, the camera, the microphone, the good audio, and, you know, the good graphics and all that, which you have, uh, you know, so, I mean, it's just, it's a matter of just, I guess, playing and staying fresh, you know what I mean? We're on our way. Like, I got clips on the TikTok that get views and shit, but it's like, I got to get the Twitch built up. But if I didn't get so frustrated, it would be a lot better, so. Yeah. But, but you just got to practice, baby. It's like anything else. Practice. 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 We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not the game that I live and die for. We're talking about practice, man. Allen Iverson, everyone. Dude. That he's the legend, the answer. Dude. That is that that is the man that got me into Sixers basketball. Me yes. too, single handedly. Same, same here. That's it. I remember my first game was a Sixers Sonics game Ooh. in '04, and that was it. Off wow. and running from there. No, '04, yeah, '04, and that was it. Off and running. So after they had just uh, went to the finals. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like towards the end of AI's first go around. Yeah, that uh, that whole you know beginning. For, for, I mean, it's not the beginning of the Sixers, but for the beginning of me watching the Sixers, uh, that whole time period, the early 2000s, 76ers, it was just a fun team to watch. I mean, Allen Iverson specifically, but, you know, it was just, uh, you know, winning bet. I mean, Philly sports always had winning teams, but just could not capitalize when it came to championships. The 2000s had some of the best regular season teams. Best regular season seen. teams, dude, yes. No <laughs> Speaking of the Sixers, man, last night was... That was abysmal, huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All that hype of uh, James God. Harden, which we, uh, you know, talked about on the last show, which was, you know, a couple weeks ago now at this point. But, uh, so, obviously, as, you know, everyone knows, Ben Simmons is now a Brooklyn Net, James Harden now a Philadelphia 76er. Um, and we got to last night. Everyone's hyped up. Simmons' first game back in Came Philly. to boo Ben, <laughs> ended up leaving boo in the Sixers. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck, man? What happened, man? Yeah, that was rough. It felt like it was like the trap games in the NFL where like you kind of feel it coming. And it was like all this hype about Boo and Ben, which, look, we're all for, you know? <laughs> yeah, fuck it, him. it just kind of felt like the actual basketball was lost and all that. And 
you saw it. Like they just from the jump. I mean, Kyrie Irving went off against this, and like they really had no answer defensively, and and you saw Harden getting smothered out there. I mean, it was just it was it was tough. It was tough to watch. Yeah, I mean, like kind of like what we were talking about, man. It's like you know, how do you expect to see? You know, on paper, the trade is really good. Ben Simmons for you know James Harden. Had to get rid of Ben. Had to get rid of Ben. So, I mean, obviously it's an upgrade in that category. But, you know, I just think, man, and I'll say it again. I've said it before. You know, uh, the whole Ben Simmons time to trade him, that time passed three years ago. Like, you know, I was shouting that from the rooftops three years ago. And, uh, you know, just because he had value at that point. And the more he played, you saw the the decline. Yeah. And it was bad. It, it was just, you know, it. I, I knew, you know, the more the Sixers tried to, you know, stick with the process and all that, Ben Simmons and MB just could not coexist with each other. And the more they tried to force it, the I guess the further apart, you know, the uh the chemistry organization what, yeah. The, yeah, the chemistry got. Um so I mean, you know, it's one of them things it's like it's good that we got James Harden, but it's like one of them things it's a day late dollar short sort of thing. You know, I, I don't see the Sixers being a championship contending team. There's a lot of better teams out there. Now, maybe, you know, uh, they might make a playoff push. I'm not saying that all hope is lost. But oh, they'll be a playoff team, for yeah. sure, yeah. But I just don't see them going that. I mean, they just got to get out of the second round, finally. If they can Jesus. get out of the second round, I mean, that that's a, I mean, I guess a win in my book, but, you know, I don't see them getting yeah. out of the East. At the end of the day, it was a trade you kind of had to make because the Sixers, with this whole process, have kind of put themselves in this situation where it's like you kind of have to just mortgage your future to try to win now because Embiid's already 28. So you have to do something. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. at this point, and at this point, you look at it like, all right, like on paper, not only is Harden a solid facilitator, he's going to set up that pick and roll with Embiid, but you also are going to get, you should on paper get like, you know, 30 points a night from him. You know, he should be one of your top scorers. And, you know, I know everywhere he's went, there's always been something that's kind of rubbed everybody the wrong way. And understandably so for some situations. To me, he's not a, a, a leader. Um, You know, he, yeah, he can put up, you know, 50 points in a game, but that doesn't establish you as a leader. He's never been a leader through his whole career. Uh, he's always he's lived he's a super. He's just super talented. Super and he just kind of had to hope he's mentally all all in. Right, right. And you know, uh, you know, throughout his whole career, man. It's besides the time in Houston, that was his time to really establish himself as an NBA elite. And yeah. he didn't do that. Uh, he choked under pressure numerous times with Houston. Uh, you know, in, in Oklahoma City, you know, in, in his first couple of years, he was living in uh, KD shadow kind of, uh, and then he broke out, went to Houston. And then, you know, it it should have worked out. We were talking about before the show. should have worked out for the Nets, man. I mean, you, you think about it. They have KD. Three of the best players. James Harden. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you say, it, sh- it, sh- it should have worked out when he was with the Thunder. I mean, <laughs> going all the way back that far. I mean, he's he's always had talented rosters that he's been a part of. And, you know, I would still say the Sixers roster is pretty talented. The, the bench isn't as deep as it used to be, but... It's still still talent. I mean, you still got now young talent like Max. It's like insane. I mean, the one thing the Sixers at least did right was in the trade you lost Drummond, which kind of hurts because if Embiid gets you know tired, gets injured, you don't really have that backup big man. But they did get DeAndre Jordan, which was important. Yeah. So you have it. You have a big man that you can you know is, is reliable count enough to be him. a backup. Um, losing Curry kind of sucks because he was really one of your best shooters, but. 
at the end of the day, I mean, you, you kind of had to make him the sacrificial lamb to get a guy like Harden. Right, you're picking up So Harden. you just got to kind of hope that last night's game was just kind of like all the hype and the buzz around the whole thing with Simmons coming back and Harden versus the Nets and all this crap going on. You just got to hope that all that shit was just kind of like a one-off, a like fluke, fluke like yeah. trap game type thing. You hear guys in the NFL talk about trap games. Um, you just got to kind of hope it was one of those. And it's concerning. It's very concerning because... You know the Nets. We all know haven't been haven't been all there this year. They've struggled a lot, and you don't want to see the Sixers be the team they hit it right against. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it seems like any instance of pressure, it's and not just the Sixers, just Philly teams in general. Like when it's a big moment, even though against the Nets, it wasn't like a playoff moment or anything, but it's a big media moment where oh my god it's Ben Simmons new team going to beat the Sixers and yeah, just and, when that and talk it was an, starts the fucking think about it i mean happen they tank yeah, get, getting good. smacked by 30 points on national television the game was on TNT like yeah, that's like a national that's, that, that's like damn dude and i like, think it's from the coach having them underprepared cuz now there's no excuses you got the well probably one of the best teams in the league we've like, been yeah, saying this yeah. since doc rivers got here that doc rivers sometimes sells a bunch of goods, and he's kind of a snake oil salesman in that way. Like, this guy has been, everywhere he's went, he's fallen short in the playoffs. Everywhere, except that Celtics team that he pretty much walked into a championship with. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, and that I team was insane. Yeah, they were just winning team. anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Pierce like, and Ray Allen, that's three Hall of Famers right there. Like, <laughs> look, look at all those years with the Clippers. I mean, dude, like, what? What are we talking? I mean, look, like, ah. Uh, who knows? I, I just hope that they, with the Harden trade and like hopefully the way the Sixers, last night aside, the way they've they've been playing really well since Harden's been in the lineup. Um, you just got to kind of hope that they, they can, win in spite of Rivers. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> you mean, know that, what I mean? That's like, like, I mean, if the players could, uh, you know, persevere through the coach. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it starts with the coach. It's one of two things. It's either the coach doesn't have the team prepared for to handle big moments, or the team is t- talented, but when big moments arise, they fall under pressure. So I don't really know what's worse. I, th- I feel like the coach needs to have the team ready. Like it falls yeah. on them. It starts. It starts with the coach. Man. Yeah. It starts. It, it, like you know. And not to like bury him. I think he's well qualified no, coach. No, he's a like solid coach, but he's not like the that. coach. That, he's not the coach that we were sold when they signed him to come here. Yeah, like when you went now, and especially now they have like a super team. Like their team's ridiculous, dude. Like with, especially when you got Maxi tear, tearing it up, and you got James Harden, and you got fucking uh, Embiid, Harris. Harris. Yeah. Yeah, he's another one, Harris. He could be way better than he's playing as a four. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, which I think he'll find his rhythm because he's sh- he's shaky. Like well, like sometimes he's on point and sometimes he's not. You know. So the thing with Harris, I think you know, it's uh, his whole Sixers career has been he had to be a number two, and he's not a number two. So I think once he's you know uh, I think steps into that role as a number three or four. You know, once he embraces that, I think, you know, it, it'll he'll be... He'll thrive. He'll thrive. Yeah, and Absolutely. he at least offers you, sol- like, he's solid. Like, he gives you solid defense. He don't need to be scoring 30 points. Like, right. You know, people are all over him. I mean, he does make too much money, but that's your general management. Yeah. But he can, he has the ability to, like, make, earn that money. Yeah. And he can score 30 points. Like, if they start giving him the fucking ball, you know? Yeah. And sometimes he cheeks too, though. But I feel like, like you just said, once he finds his rhythm, he'll take off. And that 100%. might be the day the Sixers fucking start tearing take, it up. Yeah, you know? yeah. We'll see, man. Uh, I won't hold my breath though. If Philly sports have taught me anything, 
is to not Philly uh, sports have taught us to just brace it and be ready for anything. <laughs> anything can happen. And it's going to probably be disappointment, right? <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Um, we do have a uh, a new member on tonight's show, Sir Jack. Hey! hey. Welcome. Welcome. That's uh, Jim's cousin. Jim's cousin, Jack. Uh, so, Not the barbecue sauce, either. No, dude. That, the barbecue sauce is that, fire. Dude, it's so good. Wow. Sticky fingers. <laughs> dude, the barbecue sauce is amazing. It's so good. So I love good. it on steak. Yeah, and ribs. It's, and it's the best one for steak. Yeah. yeah. 100%, man. Uh, so we just poured out a shot. Uh, if you guys are drinking at home, please drink responsibly. Uh, Is that a nutsack class? No, dude. Why would it be a nutsack? Oh, it's boobs. All it's, right. It's a set of tits, dog. <laughs> I, didn't the, I didn't see the nips. Was like, what did, what did you think it was, a ball sack? I thought it was a nutsack. Bro. Yeah. John's over here just drinking cum on <laughs> Just drinking nuts, dude. That's <laughs> fucking great. That's definitely a Spencer's cup, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a Spencer's. Yeah. Yeah. These are all Spencer's, all Spencer's. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Do you see the one behind you, bro? Yeah, I like that <laughs> yeah. one, dude. That might get us uh, community guidelines, though. Good, read it out loud, man. Mm. Hold, on. <laughs> says, Hold on, I'm getting kind of let Mario take uh, care of that. My my mic cord or my headphone cord stuck under the. Oh shit, uh, dude, it's stuck under the. Uh, there we go. It's stuck under the other mic under the table. Under the uh, the phantom mic. So many mics, so little time. <laughs> so, all right, you got you got to play the sound clip again. Your daughter does anal. Oh. oh. Shout out to that father. Shout out, you fucked up. Shout out to Spencer's man, making uh, crazy good uh, shot glasses and yeah, a lot like, of other knick- knickknacks. And shout to out to offended. all you that do anal. Yes, <laughs> the Greek dude, the Greek way. Listen, we support uh, free love on this channel. <laughs> Cheers. Personal choices, everyone. Cheers, boys. <laughs> this is sex positive podcast. So, um, guys, we do have a show coming up this Sunday. Shit. Sunday, huh? Where at? Sunday show. Where are we, Mario? So, this Sunday, we are playing The Fire in Philly. The Fire in Philly. Gerard Avenue, I believe it's on, right? Yeah, yeah. Gerard Avenue, man. I heard My Chemical Romance played there. Ooh, I heard uh, MGK is playing there this Sunday as well. No way, dude. I'll be live with the evil girl. Well, that was pretty good. Dude, thank you. I've been working on it. I'm curious to hear what everyone's thoughts are on that um, in the chat, really. I mean, I know what your guys' thoughts are, but on uh, MGK's influence on pop punk. um, Oh, Lord. And, uh, you know, kind of his, his, uh, you know, musical direction he's been taking. Um, You know, a lot of people eat that shit up, man. But we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Let's put that up to the side real quick. We do have a show this Sunday at the Fire. Uh, do we have the flyer at all? Uh, it's I on the thumbnail. It. So it is on the <laughs> but, thumbnail. But um, I think we actually have it. I can send it to you. I'll, let me message it to you real quick. Let's go. Wow. Well, yeah, man. I, I, we're excited. Last week we played at uh, the Nail, the Rusty Nail. That place was lit, dude. That place was fun. Yeah, shout out to Ardmore. That was pretty fun out there. That was a good time, dude. We're playing a lot of shows in uh, PA, uh, Philadelphia, PA, uh, recently, and you know, up into the near future, um, our next show obviously is Sunday. Then our our show after that is in April. What you got? You good? Uh, you yeah, it? I sent it to you. All right, so let's let's pull this up real quick here. Dropping a bomb on them. Drippity drippity boom boom. 
drip, drip, drip. Did you uh, send in the podcast? Oh, no. Oh, okay. you were, yeah, I sent it right to you. Boom, there we go. So, yeah, it is a Sunday, so if you got work Monday... Uh, Just call out. Sorry. Call yeah, out. call out. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck Come it. party, we win by two instead. You're not going to be able to buy gas anyway, so what do you need money hey. for, dude? Yeah, take take it, you know. Yeah. Take the nut off and come jam some pop punk with Hell us. Hell yeah. All right, so I guess I'll I guess I'll continue the read I was doing, right? Yes. Uh, so we got the local scenes and drama queens tour featuring Home for a Day and Seneca Burns. We are opening that tour, uh, the Philly date with uh, Cat in the Wall. So that'll be fun. At the fire in Philly, Sunday, March thirteenth. Yep, the doors are six p.m. The show starts at seven. So yeah, get there and hang around because uh, kind of weird that. The, we're after the two headlining touring bands. Yeah, so it is kind of odd. odd. It is I think odd. it's it's yeah. I mean, I know you know you're touring, you're coming through. It's it's kind of late Sunday. They probably figure okay, put the local band on last so these guys can get on the road. I don't know, but just speculating. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I hope everybody stays. <laughs> we want to play to somebody, but uh, I mean, it, it's 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 kind of bizarre, man. I don't yeah, I don't I, think I've ever I don't think I've ever like opened. For a touring band, then played after right. them. <laughs> That's like you know, I'm I'm trying to think of a, of a good example here. Yeah, perfect example. If, if it's like if we went on the road with uh, you know MGK, I'm just throwing bands out there. MGK, Blink One Eighty Two, and Paramore, right? And we closed for those bands. That would be everyone would be like, "What the fuck is going right? on?" <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's kind of, picture like this. Imagine if we went to North Carolina and played with Two Eyes Open, like. We're not going to bring a lot of people with us because we're from New Jersey right now. Right. So, like, it would make sense for us to open it and have him, them, close it because more people would be drawn for them than us. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a – for, like, a sign band, it would be reversed because you have promotion. Like, you're getting – having a manager do your promotion in a PR company. So, it would make more sense – you're also playing with bands that could draw a big crowd, so put the new guys first mentality to get them exposure right. type of deal. With this, it's independent, so we don't really have that. Right, they right. just know we're going to bring our 30, 40, 50 people, like we right. always do, right. and rock it the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so awesome. I'd rather have it like that. I don't mind. Yeah. You know it'll be lit. It's just that we can't bank oh, yeah. on – well, not that we can't bank on it because the fire's a legit venue, but like – Having these bands like bring in a bunch of foot traffic probably won't happen. But what we could do, they're probably lit. I actually seen some videos of Seneca Burns, so like maybe the word of mouth, dude, it could be a, a banger. We had in the, Philly, it's our shows are bangers. The so o- the only thing that's gonna hurt Monday that's, morning, that's dude. That's I keep yeah, seeing, like, I keep seeing nine thirty. <laughs> I keep seeing that Sunday in front of March thirteenth on the flyer. <laughs> And it's a pit in my stomach. (laughs) Being a musician. So, you know, like, you guys always, like, you people that go to shows hate going to shows that are, like, on a Sunday or random day during the week. Well, (laughs) us playing them, we we hate hate it, too. We hate it more. We hate it more because you guys get to just go home. First of all, you guys get to just stand there and watch the show. You're not playing a whole set. Well, and also, too, they could show up whenever. Show up whenever. You can get in. Like, if you're coming to see us, you can come in as soon as we start playing the first note. You can come in three songs in for all we fucking know. You know come what I mean? Come in on the last song. Right. <laughs> Whatever. We, we got to load in, play the set, unload, load our cars. Go- Remember, we're doing this on our own. We don't have a tour bus. We don't have a van right now. We're just out of our cars, gigging, 
doing whatever we got to do, which we love to do. We're not complaining about that. But keep in mind, it sucks just as much for the bands as it does for people going to the show. <laughs> Probably but, more. <laughs> you know, in a, in a day and age, though, uh, you know, because I don't want to – I I absolutely feel you 100%. But in I a, know where you're going with yes. this. Never take that shit for granted. I am thankful that we have yes. a show, period. Period. I'm just happy to play music. Yeah, I'm 100% with you, dude. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait. You know, because the last two years, if that hasn't taught us nothing, man, it's just like – we didn't have shows for the longest time, so it's like I don't ever want to go through a period of that again. So, you know, we could be playing, man, you know, the the smallest of venues, and as long as it, you know, there's two people there, you know, I mean. Got to make it worth it. Got to make it worth it and work. You know, you got to work with your guy. You and, and, and hey, man, got. if two people are there, that means two people came out specifically to hear us, you know, hear all these bands play, and that means the world to us, you yeah. know? Absolutely. Two more that'll be at the next show, too. You know, I, I listen, you know, I, I, I just like to bitch and kind of, you know, uh, you know, vent some of that shit out because, you know, uh, it is going to suck, bro. I mean, I got to be up, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I got to be up at four o'clock in the morning yeah, on and it's a like, Monday. It's like gambling, too. You don't know if everyone's going to show up. Right. Like, you know, that's right. a bitch. Like, it really is, dude. Yeah. But, but you, you can't have predetermined judgments. Like, I remember no. playing the Grape Room. I was like, Fuck! It's like uh, the vaccine mandate. A lot of our people might not be there, and we walk yeah. in, and it's like the bumping. most popping show I've been to <laughs> in three years. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> so you can't pre have prejudgments ever, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then we make our own party. Like when we start jamming, people might walk the fuck in. Who knows, bro? Who knows? And we did a good job promoting this one. Like I'm pumped for this. Yeah. Despite all the Sunday business, you know. Yeah. Like what else would we be doing? Sitting home, sitting home, streaming. playing Fortnite. But, yeah. yeah. Fucking Just doing shit. this, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> about it is all we got right if we had no music yeah. hey, yo, actually it's kind of was what all we were doing when we had no music this is literally what came <laughs> yeah. out of having this no is, music this, we're here because we had no music so yeah that we already know what we'd be doing yeah if anyone on the tiktok side of the stream is in philly make sure you come to the fire on sunday to come see us at what time seven o'clock show starts show starts at seven so get there at seven hang around we'll we'll be there so come say hi have a drink with us and Come Enjoy to our, some eat a cheesesteak. Yeah. Come to our uh, come to our merch table table. Uh, stop by, say what's up. Um, you know we don't bite. Uh, you know we'll probably be drinking uh something. Um, you know so come up, get a free drink if you want. Talk um, about Donald Trump if you want. Whatever you guys want to talk about. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to hit that button. I meant that you are one. fake news. There it you is. are fake news. There it is. Oh boy, I think. I don't know how much they want to talk about Trump at her show, dude. He, he's a yeah popular topic. Dude, he's right a now, polarizing man. figure. Okay, he, he's a very very. This popular. this next song is called Canvas. <laughs> it's the greatest pop punk song ever. Kick it in, boys. One, two. <laughs> dude, uh, so he was just on uh, a podcast uh, with the Nelk Boys. Um, Oh, full, boy. full send podcast, uh, and that podcast, you know, was up for about five or six hours, accumulated about s close to six million views in that amount of time, and then YouTube decided to pull the plug on that one. Didn't look like it was that bad. Like they said anything that bad. I didn't watch it just, the whole It's thing. just because it's getting legs. That's all. That's all it yeah. needed to do. <laughs> it, it's you know a lot of these you know say what you want about Donald Trump. I'm not here to you know sway you one way or the other or tell you to support one person or the other. You know you do what you want to do. But it's like you know he he he's consistent on what he's saying. And big tech companies and a lot of these bigger organizations don't want an alternative voice or an alternative narrative, I guess, going against what they're trying to spew out right now. 
And that's just really what it is, man. It's just descending, uh, you know, opinions are getting suppressed all over. It's not just Trump. It's all over the map. You he know just what I calls mean? that. He calls it out. Calls it out the bullshit, you know, and it, it, whatever, man. We, you know, we could split hairs with it. Uh, it, it's just wild, bro. We live in extraordinary times, bro. Just in the last three weeks, we haven't been on this show. I mean, a lot of shit has popped off. I mean, in the world, and it's it, it's, it's like crazy. the wild west, except instead of killing people, you just blast them on social media. Like, yeah, just and say crazy. I've shit. never been so over a decade. That's only two years in, dude. It's insane. <laughs> like I am with this decade already. God damn it. It's insane, man. Ah, oh, man. It's like you know. Remember, remember, like. Let's go back to like say like 2018, where we're like, oh man, 2020 is coming up soon. Like, yeah, it's like everything. The was roaring great. 20s are coming yeah. back. We're gonna have this great decade of, you know, oh my god, it's all gonna turn around. It's well, probably been the worst couple years, of years yeah. that we've all experienced in our lives, at least in a long time, if not ever. Well, you know, I think Nick says this a lot, but I mean, we we'll just keep living through historical, life-changing events. Bad shit, yeah. And it's like, you know... It's exhausting. <laughs> when's it gonna... I mean, dude, but what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger, man. And it, it's, you know, perspective. Yeah, everything does fuck... It's hard right now, man, for a lot of people, for, for most people. Um, but, you know, I think out of this, you know, when we make it out to the other side, it's just gonna make us more resilient than ever. Um, there's a fighting spirit in all of us, man, and that you can't bet against. So, you know, um, our generation is so peculiar, too, because we're just young enough to understand like the young people and like understand technology. But like we're also old enough to like understand the confusion. Well, it's because of the old people. Well, it's too. because think about it. We're all we're just in the middle. we're, We're all like early 90s born. So like, you know, we had like we were raised by boomers and then. When the Gen Z generation got old enough to kind of, you know, take over and kind of voice how they feel about the world. Now we're all like about to be 30, 30 years old, whatever. So like we we see it on both sides. And we're kind of this like generation that's like in the middle that like we tell the Zoomers like we get it. And we tell the Boomers like you guys don't get shit. Yeah. (laughs) You guys fucked us. You know what I mean? Like, but it's really it's funny, man. Like. But they're calling you to fix their computer, and you're like, "All right, I got you." Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But and then they go and tell you, "Well, when I was your age, I did this, that, and the third. I'm like, "Well, yeah, when you were my age, gas was a dollar, yeah, a gallon, right? And you made fucking uh, and, ninety and, grand being and, a mailman. You know, you know? that three hundred thousand dollar house over there was probably like a hundred and fifty thousand. Not even, dude. It's like." I think in the, uh, you know, 60s and 70s, you know. It's just like, damn, man. Like, a lot of those houses that, you you know, a lot of houses, nice houses that you see now, bro, they were like 10, 15, 20, 30 grand for, you know, houses now that would be 400, even grand, like, 400 yeah. 500, Even like grand. in my parents' development, where the houses, back when they bought theirs, those houses probably went from anywhere like 150, maybe you can get one for 100. So, you know, not, you know, not too bad. I mean, now they're probably worth $200,000, $250,000. And it's like, I I can barely put gas in my tank right now. I can barely, like, grocery shop. This is the one I tagged you. Look, look at the camera. Oh, here. my God. Yeah, yeah go ahead. No, so finish your point, Mark. I was just pulling this up for ne- after. I just, but yeah, it goes back to my point. It's just like, I don't think the previous generation understands that, like, Everything that's happened, 
the cost of living is impossible right now. It's impossible, dude. It's brutal. And I mean, it's impossible. And that's not even to bring in, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, in our it's just all over the map. Just in but, general, like, but, and I'm just saying, like, I feel like we're the generation that understands it because we're the ones growing up, like, our parents' generation and, and older don't quite understand it because they're already established. So that's going a, through it where we're where we're we're at the age where they were when they already went through it all, where it was much more cost efficient. So it's almost like, dude, uh, we're living in, and I'm I've been using this analogy a lot, but we're almost living in two different realities, and it's like there it's almost two different worlds, man. Because you know our parents' generation and all, you know the the people who have come before us, it's it's not the same. You know, to, to, to say how, oh, well, back in my day, you know, I would have done X, Y, and Z. Well, guess what? That doesn't really apply in today's day and age. You know, it's almost a different world. You almost have to shape and think how or think differently of everything. You know, it's it, it, it's bizarre, man. You didn't have to worry about getting canceled 40 years exactly. ago. Yeah. Exactly. Or you don't, oh, like, there's, oh, there's all that, too. If you don't too, do I social mean. media, you don't have a voice. Like, you could just fucking... Speak to right. get your mind across. You I, know what I mean? Right. We have it's weird, bro. And we're being the, well, not us, but like the younger generations are being bred to come up in this like internet meta world. I, I really it's miss weird, dude. Well, I really miss having no social media. In yeah, no same. I do. At the same time, I know it's great. Sorry, John. I, I I know it's I know it's a good thing for like promoting our music and our podcast and that kind of thing. Like, no, but it blows that that it's it, it's it's be, it, it it's could a, be a tool or it's like the only. But way it's to become do this it. weapon. Yeah, it's not even a. It, it went from being a tool, but back in like the MySpace days and like that kind of thing. For let's take like, like a band. That was a tool. Nowadays, you know, with that being a thing of the past, and now like you know YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok are now the. They've become a weapon. They're used as like this, like propaganda machine. It's exhausting. Yeah. Well, you know, and the CIA has had a lot to do with that, man. You know, to, to just think that you know these companies just kind of sprouted up as a venture capitalist and and stuff like that, you'd be kind of foolish. But you know, it's it, it is insane, man. Because you know, kind of we need social media because that's where everyone's on right now. But there was a time and place. Where and I was just telling you this the other day, Alex. Where it was like there was a time and place where you there was no social media and bands and artists and comedians and actors and movie stars and all these kind of people, politicians, everybody, they got their message across and sometimes more efficiently because there wasn't fifty thousand different outlets giving you some right. fucking bullshit. And, and if and if you didn't like that message. You just didn't listen to it anymore. Yeah, right. you keep it to yourself. You don't have to share what your thoughts are. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, well, that's dangerous, bro. Because when it was when you give everyone the ability dangerous. to just share what they're thinking at an instant, bro, you don't have to say that. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. It's definitely it's, it's bizarre, bro. It's, it yeah, was, like we don't have to know everything everyone's thinking all the look time. Look at th that. Great segue. Look at the comments on this video. So here, for let's, example, uh, so Alex, set us up on this video real quick. We're, we, so you were talking about I this TikTok this video. Um, Dude, so what do we got going on, bro? Here? So okay, this is a stitch of I did of this asshole guy talking about the economy and Donald Trump, which I don't endorse. Donald Trump, I, w I wouldn't vote for him. Like he's not. I'm independent, so I'm not blasting Donald Trump here. I just want to make that clear. Or Joe Biden and say anything about any presidents. 
I don't like any of them. Me not neither. Like poli- I don't like politicians. But look general. at yeah. not even yeah, what I, I mean. You could, what I said is just like stupid. But when you read the dude, there's like 700 comments of people like you fucking ignorant bastard, like blasting me, bro. Like you would think I told somebody to fuck their mother. Like that's what you would, <laughs> that's what you would think. Let's check it out. Trump. Tell me you don't know how the U.S. economy works without saying you don't know how the U.S. economy like, works. Was in the middle of the video. Yeah. I voted for Donald J. Trump, and these are my gas prices. Take a look: four nineteen, four forty nine, and four sixty nine. Trump. Tell me you don't know how the U.S. economy works without saying you don't know how. The- <laughs> and then look at the comments. Not even that. That guy pinned it because he's like on my side. Keep going. Yeah, I tagged you guys. I thought Putin set the price. <laughs> <laughs> There's some funny ones, but dude, they're like insulting. President affects gas prices. He doesn't set them. The president controls who we trade with. He has a lot to do with everything. Why everything is expensive. I'd pay $10 a gallon as long as Forrest Trump is gone. That's the one so, I reposted. <laughs> so it, it, it's crazy, man. Like social media, you know, is a lot of people on social media, Twitter and TikTok especially, it's like, you know, they have it out for Donald Trump. And it's this weird phenomenon, weird, bro. Because it's like we've never done this with any other president. But somehow – Donald Trump has has you know stuck into these people's minds where it's just like everything that anything that happens in the world it has to be blamed on or looked towards like it was his fault or it, it's fucking crazy. Well, dude. They do the same thing with Biden too, and if you keep scrolling through these, like you'll see it. They do it for both, and I, I it's a divisive tool. Like and it, I was going to post another video today, but I was like, I'm going to get banned if I keep. Like, I mean, I hate like, to, I hate Captain to America. It. I mean, I hate to break it to people too. Like, don't you think something you know with everything that's going on around the world that kind of has something to do with all the gas prices going up? I mean, it's not just here. Exactly, and you could twist it either way. <laughs> I mean, like, you know all right, I mean? Biden like, fucked the ba- the gas Biden, prices up. Biden's fault, bub, right here. Yeah, like, dude, and, like, if you go in the comments, I don't a, expect yeah. you to do it. Now, but, see, your comment there is exactly what I was about to say. It's not that simple. It's right. Not, yeah. You can't yeah, just sit there. They're morons, dude. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. Like, I recall gas prices going up during Bush, during Obama. They went down during Trump because we had COVID. And, you know, 70% of the country's at home. So, yeah, it's going to be a dollar fifty a gallon. So there's nobody on the road. <laughs> even if this guy... Country, and there was no war, but I mean, again... Country prince. Like, he's telling a lot of me factors that go into it. the gas is Biden. And, all right, bro, you're right. But, like, that... So, if the gas is Biden's fault, well, how about how fucking Trump almost collapsed our economy with his tax plan? Like, he's not perfect. It's, and and it's not, yeah. Not to, it, come, not so to put one no, or the it's, other. It's, They're it's, both it's, fucked up, and you got to pick the lesser two evils, it's, but it's we have dangerous. to be real about it. Sure. Like, they're... Not just those two. I mean, let's just Who's be real. Who's going to be our president in the future? Like, you can't, oh, because I'm a Democrat. Uh, fuck that guy. Like, that'll never work. Well, and that's it's where, this cultish behavior or these, with these yes. parties. Because you're a Republican. Cult, that'll never, like, let's pick the person who deserves Dude, it. Dude, these people that are partisan and they're, like, partisan till death. They're, they're the problem. They're cultish, dude. It. Like, I've never seen, like, I'll never wear someone's slogan and name on my shirt on a bumper sticker that's just embarrassing Fuck cultish no, behavior that is like you're like and they're all the ones it's, and I'm talking about Trump supporters I'm talking about stri- strictly democratic people that don't like Trump they, they they push it to the point where it's like they're calling you they're calling everybody else you're the sheep you're this and it's like 
Am I? <laughs> but let me, let me bring up something here, and and this is you know it's a very dangerous spot that we're at because both sides have dug their heels in the sand so, uh, so far. Yes, it's it, you know I don't think there's a, there's a point of no return. I feel like right now, and but it's dangerous only because we've seen for four years with Trump, and this is the only thing I will say is the media. If the media was fair and honest. We wouldn't be in this situation because the media for four years bashed Donald Trump, Russian hoax, all this bullshit, got everybody to think that he was some crazy monster. And now, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of flipped. And I, I'm not like like Mario said, I'm not really for or against anybody. I, dude, we, we were saying this before the show. I don't even want to talk about this shit, bro. But yeah, it's like I hate it. you're it's, forced to. Though. You're forced to. Yeah. It. And it's like, you know, it's like. You have to pay attention to the world around you and current events. You can't but, be ignorant because right. if, when you're ignorant, bro, the, the politicians will rob you blind. Right. And that's just what and, it is. And that's kind and of— That's like where we're at. That's what yeah. happened before—if you think about it— And oh, you got people telling you you're ignorant. Like, right. no, I'm right. real, right. bro. I pay attention like, to you the world around me, You don't know any more right. than I do. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to pretend, like, oh, let's just go fuck that. Dude. Yeah. But the problem is now is everybody's trying to catch up to that philosophy. So now yeah, everybody be smart. Everybody on social media knows science. Everybody on social media knows politics. Everybody yeah. on social it, media knows well, it's everything. Am- it's amazing, dude, because it's like, you know, uh, everything. The whole. So for the last two years, we've had COVID, obviously. And then as soon as Russia and Ukraine happened, everyone is now, uh, you know, uh, geopolitically. Every- everybody went correct. from being scientific woke, experts. Dude. Yeah. yeah. To being geopolitical and, and Wizards, worse, worse strategists. Worse strategists for Ukraine. It's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> Your entertainment like just, lawyers, why can't we just, political advisor, whatever you need. Why can't we just look at it and go, okay, that's bad what Russia did to Ukraine. We acknowledge that and just leave it at that. Okay, right. we acknowledge COVID serious. Let's let's do what we got to do and just like, you know, now, you know, whatever. Like, why does it have to be? Why do you have to like prove, like swing your dick around? Right. And try to prove like you you clearly just make yourself look uneducated. It's, it's foolish, man. And, and and to do and, and to be doing this nonsensical. Listen, to be doing this, and let me give an even a not more nonsensical point of view. It's to be doing this on social media, not even in like engaging like a political conversations where you can spread some dangerous shit, right? Because well, somebody kid, a kids app, dude. yeah, 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 a kids app, a kids yeah. dancing app, you We're know, crazy. It's like you know we've lost the sense of uh, the sense of you know communication in the world, not even in just this country. It's like everything is done through social media, and it's a very dangerous spot, man, that we're in right now because it's like you know uh, who knows who's is bringing out the right information or what, man. Um, you know, and 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 the fact that censorship even exists is scary, you know, because you know what if. You know, a certain person who is censored actually has not the right, but, you know, the, uh, I guess, just any point of view. It just has an opinion. It just has an opinion, and it's getting suppressed. Right. It's like... Scary times. It's like, other than, like, you know, other than, like, people, like, spreading, like, terrorism (laughs) or, like, you know, bigotry or whatever, like... Child molestation, right? Like, uh, the, 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 big the, ones. the the big ones. The big like ones. we don't need we don't need to be like having everybody's opinion shadow banned off the internet. Like we get it. I, if I don't agree with you, I'm just gonna ignore it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's another thing. If you don't like something, fucking, you don't have to say it. Keep you going can just, past. 
Scroll right past. You know how many people, bro, on like a daily basis I see on, especially Twitter, where it's just like, I don't agree oh, with Twitter's that Twitter's a cesspool, dude. I don't agree with, the, yeah, with this thread, or I don't agree with this person, but like, I don't engage with them. You know what I yeah, mean? It's because like, it's why like, do you care? What's, what's, what's the I end care? game? Right. right. Like, what? It's like, what am I trying to prove? You know, it's like, to people who I'm not even going to meet. Like, 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 I read people's political takes when they're posting them on Facebook or Twitter, and, and, if, and, if, I, and if I think they're stupid... I literally laugh to myself and just keep scrolling. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that guy's that guy's going to get crucified. I'm moving on. <laughs> like, Not only that, but it's like, you know, their IQ must be like sub 50. You know what right? I mean? It's like, that's all you have to do with your life. Just who cares? Or they got you right where they want you. Th- that you know person's, I mean? you did exactly what that person wanted you to do. You fell right into their trap of feeding into their shit. And now, whether you agree with it or not, you just gave their opinion legs. Because if you don't agree with it, you think it's a bad take. If you ignore it, well, now it's not getting engagement, and the post is just sitting there. Right. Rather than if you start engaging with it, and then fifty people start commenting, uh, replying to you and replying to him, now you're giving it legs. Where you know they always say like any type of publicity is good publicity, good right, or bad, right. because you're giving this person attention. Right. Right. And a platform. And a platform. Right. So, I mean, we, we've obviously, you know, have been going through this for the last few years now. Um, I mean, it's really just been amplified uh, through COVID um, the whole last two years. Um, my thing is, though, you hear a lot of people with these opinions. Do you hear anyone with solutions or anything what we can do to try to make <laughs> No, this? that's the next part of it is it's always just going in circles. Right, right. Chasing and, the tail. And it's like... You know, you get to a point where you're like, all right, what are we doing here? Like, agreeing to disagree on, like, what type of ice cream you like is one thing. (laughs) But if you agree to disagree on, like, social issues or, like, people's rights or shit like that, it's like, what are we doing here? Why are we not coming to a solution? I've never seen a country where everybody's kind of got the same common goal be so divided. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all manufactured, well, mostly manufactured, um, and, and it's unfortunate. See, that's the thing, man. It's it's a whole divide-and-conquer strategy from the, the elite, and, and they would rather have us, you know, sitting there fighting, thinking that we don't have anything in common, then, you know, we would, we, if you go outside to talk to your neighbor, talk to the person down the street or the person at the grocery store, you'd find that you'd have more in common. Put your political aspirations on who you vote for on a ticket, whether you're a D or an R or an I, whatever the fuck you are, put that aside because you'd find you'd have more in common with that person than with the, uh, you know, the, the big guy or the elite are saying on your TV screen. It's just not real. It's not a real thing. So it's like, you know, instead of engaging it and being so quick to fire off on your social media, maybe try to talk to a person. And if they don't want to listen to you or if they're not having it, you know, there's no sense of fighting for him. Just whatever. Be on your. Here's way. a little bit of a segue into another topic. You know what? You know who you create if you feed into it. The Riddler. Oh, the <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What's his? Did real you get name? a chance to see it, by the way. No, the new Batman, yet, dude. dude. Great it fucking is movie. I'm gonna go Chef's see it. Kiss. Great Top movie. shelf Batman. That's what I heard. It's I the, like Robert Pattinson. It's up there with the Dark Knight for me. It's up yeah. there. Oh, Hell yeah. I th- I think it, so. It's apples and oranges, like you were saying. Um, it is. It's it's. It's hard to compare because at least they didn't rehash the same movie. Because if you look at yes. look at the Dark Knight, it's an action thriller, big action set pieces, like fast paced. Where the Batman's more of like a slower, like a detective noir thriller. So it is kind of apples to oranges, but they're both top shelf. 
And I just rewatched The Dark Knight the other night, actually. And that's still like, dude, that if that came out today, it still holds up. Um, that's a great movie. But the fact that the Batman's in the conversation with it, dude, just is a testament to how good it is. And I've seen it twice and totally was worth it, man. It's great. Yeah, the uh, the Batman movie, man, it was, uh, you know, it was spot on, um, you know, the political commentary on But that. yeah, that's what it kind of, we were talking about it, it made me think, like, man, because he kind of, in the movie, he's kind of like the QAnon Riddler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the QAnon Riddler. <laughs> he, that's what I was, I was, he's like the QAnon shaman of the Riddler <laughs> character. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the difference Not, there, I don't want to, like, spoil too much and give a lot away, but, like. I heard it's super political. The 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 different the only well that's not everything really, has a degree of politicalness today. It's not really super political. It's it's just you know pretty much Gotham is super fucking corrupt. That's how it always is. No, I mean, but, but that's really what it is. To, yeah. and, and to John's point, the, the where he actually differs from like a QAnon is like the city is actual. The, these things are actually happening, and they're actually like proven. Where like sometimes with QAnon, it's more of like conspiracy theory type thing, right? Like. He he hits the nail on the head with pretty much. I don't want to like I said. I mean, this is all kind of in the trailer, so I'm not really spoiling anything. But like, he hits the nail on the head with a lot of things, and it, it really kind of is like a little bit of a social commentary for like kind of how like social media can, you know, influence um, certain people's behaviors, and like if they have an opinion and they kind of post it online and gain a following from it, how it can escalate to something else. And it was fascinating. Oh, no way. That's what it's about. The Riddler? Kind of, yeah. I sort mean, of. dude, yeah. like, That's cool. Yeah, like, the Riddler, like, uses, like, you know, modern, like, you know, uses, like, social media and, like, technology to, like, Fuck you know, people. you know, expose Gotham's corruption. And, like, it's it's really good, man. It's it's a good watch. It really is an enjoyable movie. From start to finish, uh, you know, you're, you're roped in. Um, Cool. Yeah, from you know just the action standpoint, um, Pattinson did an amazing job too. I will dude, say, he's a good ob- actor. Objectively guy. speaking, he's probably the best Batman. Yeah, and in every movie he's in, he's fucking. Well, his good. indie films are amazing. Except like Twilight, I've been trying to. It's funny because I actually saw with my girlfriend at the time. I remember seeing the second one in the theater. And I'm like, I'm watching. And I'm like, you know, this guy is a good actor. He's just in a really it's shitty movie. Blues. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. not his fault. It's the writing. He's you know in what I mean? Some good indie films too. Yeah, I, I want to see that one, The Lighthouse. That I heard was a lot awesome. of. Is it good? Awesome. I heard a lot of good things about that movie. Yeah. He's in another movie. I forget what it's called, but it was like a nine. Well, it was a movie about the nineties. I saw in him the in, early 2000s. You see him in that movie, Tenet, the Chris Nolan that movie. That one, dude. Yeah. That's good. Great movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, and, and a lot of his movies really weird too. By the like, way, aren't special effects movies? Like it's like acting. Movies. That's why I knew he would be good as Batman, as long as DC didn't fuck it up. But see, that's why I enjoy Batman movies in general, because Batman's a grounded character. He has no powers. So it's not just two hours of CGI people flying around, shooting lasers, blowing shit up, which, look, I get it. We all enjoy that from time to time. Give me some substance, though. I I enjoy, you know, look, I enjoy the Marvel. I'm a Marvel fan, too, so I get it. You know, we see that all the time with the Avengers and shit, like, but... I Batman's always been my favorite because he's just out there solving crimes and beating ass. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, yeah, a, he's realism a guy. to it. He's just yeah. a guy. He deals it, with it, corruption that, and yeah. and he deals with real like real social and political issues that I feel like you know it, yeah, it he's translates. Able to do well. things because he's got money. So you know, he, I mean, 
from my feeling in, when I was watching uh, the movie was, you know, I could I could see a lot of myself in the Batman character. You know what I mean? More so than any other Batman character, I guess, in he, this one. It's because I feel like in this one, he really does wear his emotions on his sleeve. Yeah. And all the shit, you know, we all know it's been done to death. We all know Bruce Wayne's origin story. Yeah. So he wears that on his sleeve the whole movie. And you get the sense, like you like you said, you feel that. And 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 you 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 connect with him better because you 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 feel like I get it. We don't all we're not all billionaires with a bunch of tech and stuff. But like if you just take all that away and just look at who Batman is, anybody could be him. Right. So it's that that's what I've always liked about the character. Yeah, and you know uh, Hollywood, you know as a whole has uh, you know been serving up a lot of misses lately. Uh, so I mean, this really was, I guess. Uh, it's been refreshing to see DC have a couple of hits lately, and especially in the DC. Yeah, because uh, they've been because Warner Brothers and DC flop. I, I feel like a lot of it is the studio interference with Warner Brothers, because you see it now. So. You know, you saw it with James Gunn with the Suicide Squad. I love that movie. I yeah. thought that was really entertaining. Birds but, of Prey wasn't even that bad. And honestly, I got to go back and rewatch it. I saw it in the theater. It was okay. It was okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was okay. And they could the, be doing so much better and shit. And the Batman was great. Joker, a couple years ago, was great. Yeah. So, like, they have a couple of hits under their belt. And now they, they, they can see now, if you just let the director do his thing... Well, see what you'll, you'll get a great product. There's the so old, much great IP that you use. It's like they're so worried about competing with Marvel. They don't well, do yeah, their own that, good well, ideas. Why, and that's that, why and that's why the DCEU's been such a rocky thing. It hasn't found its footing yet because it's just it's just they're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. See, what's still mind-blowing though is how you put out uh, you know, a Wonder Woman movie, the first one that was fucking phenomenal. Awesome. That's, phenomenal. Probably the, my favorite DCEU movie. Same. It, it was, I mean... I, it's, I, it's at least one or two. It's I, it's up there for me. I love the amazing. older told stories and, you know, how it relates in history and all that. And then, you know, to come out with Wonder Woman 1984, which is like I was, dude, a Stranger Things knockoff. I was like, come on. And I was so excited for that. Movie. I was pumped, dude. I was, I couldn't wait. <laughs> and And for it to just be such a step down from the first one. Disappointing. Yeah, and like even Batman versus Superman, which is kind of divisive, her her appearance they fucked that up. Well, too. her appearance. Well, I actually, if you watch the Ultimate Edition, it's a much better movie. I I bought the Blu-ray with the Ultimate Edition, and it really actually they cut too much of that movie out for the theatrical version, and it really made it a mess. Um, but her introduction and in that was amazing too. Martha, so- <laughs> why did you say that name? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And I, and I will say this about Ben Affleck's Batman, which I thought was awesome, too. Why'd you have to make him kill so many fucking people? Yeah, right. He was such a cool Batman. That warehouse scene, by the way, is probably the coolest Batman fight we've ever seen. Yeah. With Superman? Well, no, the one in the warehouse where he he crashes through the window and he starts beating ass. He's fighting, like, all these thugs in this warehouse. Wait, in... It's in, in Batman versus Superman. When he goes to save Martha Kent. Okay. The scene where she gets kidnapped... Oh yeah, and then you, and oh, it's like yeah, KG yeah. Beast and a bunch of like these like thugs, yeah. and he just goes in and just Whoops dispatches ass. everybody. Uh, and it's amazing, and, and like, and that was what was cool about Pattinson was he just like, he just came in and was just so brutal. Yeah, the fight scenes were so visceral. It was yeah. just, it was, you, and the sound, dude, 
that movie was mixed really well. All the sound in that movie and the sound effects. The, and the soundtrack, bro. Holy shit. Pretty good yeah, too. dude, the score and the soundtrack were phenomenal. Yeah. That makes a movie, dude. Yeah. The music. Hits. Well, it takes it over. That it, movie's it, it atmospheric, takes a good movie dude. and makes yeah, it great. Yeah, takes it, it over. It really top. set it all. And, yeah. dude, with Gotham City being this, like, dark, like, dingy fucking trash everywhere. It's always raining and there's, like, people... Committing dude, crimes. There dude. was not one scene in that movie dude, where it wasn't raining. That was that's Gotham City. That is Gotham. City. Like when you play like the Arkham games, you like read the comics. It's always like, raining. It's a dude. It's a dude. <laughs> it's like a Hawthorne I, I Heights like, song I felt soundtrack. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had Nirvana. You could have just added like Hawthorne Heights, maybe some like Taking Back Sunday, some emo jams. <laughs> Holy fucking! Is that shit. Bill two stepping? But dude, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like <laughs> here we go. Throw a little, throw a little whip by two on the soundtrack. Fuck yeah, dude! But uh, dude, it was just amazing to see and like such such a dude, such a good movie. Yeah. And when it comes out on HBO Max, I can't wait and I watch, can't it. Wait to watch I'm it. Watching again. it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm filling my popcorn bucket that I bought and so, I'm and I'm watching that shit again. So I was actually uh you know talking to you about this in the movie theater, but we're actually getting six more, three on each side from DC and Did Marvel. Did you hear about all the delays, dude? No. Oh, all just came out like like yesterday or the day before. Oh dude, shit! This dude. is uh, this is breaking. Fuck! Where's my breaking? Yeah, it's important. So, okay, so for all of us Batman fans, I hope Pattinson holds us over for a while because we're not getting Keaton and and Affleck in the Flash movie until I think it's like June of 2023. What? They're delaying the Flash movie. So they moved up Shazam. So we're getting that earlier, Shazam 2. In Fury of the Gods. Yeah. We're so getting, that's coming out in 22. Aquaman got pushed back like three months. Okay, so that's still 22. And then and now we're not getting Flash. because So apparently they're saying it was, quote, they had, they had a couple of people get COVID that were working on the post-production with all the special effects, so it got delayed. Um. That doesn't make any sense, though. It's like yeah, you're working in on special effects. It's not like you're working on them. Like, yeah, and, with and, people and like now all of a sudden it comes out at a time where like the numbers are going down. With you know what yeah, I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. It almost feels like it's like kind of like their way of being like you know we're, we're not ready. We're not ready yet, yeah, and we just rushed it. We don't so feel much. confident putting this out as is. So we got so it kind of concerns me there. But yeah, dude, it kind of sucks. Like they pushed a lot of the movies around. So, all right, so we had from uh, so the DC side, we had Black Adam, the Aquaman, Batman, which already came out, and uh, the Flash movie. So you're saying the Aquaman's getting pushed back, but we'll probably still see that Here, in 22. Here, l- let, me, let me pull up the whole thing. Cause so I, send it because, dude, it's all over the place now. I'll sh- yeah, I'll so send, is that I'll, just from DC or is that Marvel This is too? This is just a DC thing. So Okay, so then Marvel, I think we're still getting the Doctor th- Strange in May. Getting Doctor Strange in May. You're getting um, and then from Black the- Panther. Wakanda getting, forever. Right. From the non Is that guy dead? Well, they he, he did die, Pet Jabby Bozeman, but they're doing Fuck. the sequel's gonna CGI him in? Well no, I think it's gonna be oh, like they have shit already. They're making shot. like another Black Yeah, Panther. they're gonna like kinda write Somehow. around him. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah. That's crazy. See, Marvel does shit that's crazy. And then on the outside of the MCU there's Morbius. There, so yeah, we're getting yeah. that Marvel looks like properties. it's gonna be the that's best be superhero banger. movie ever. But Jared Leto's getting cancelled, bro. Is he really? He got canceled. What'd he do? Why? What'd he do? He's got some like weird sexual allegation shit. It's always a sexual yeah, allegation. Yeah, bro. Dude. I don't know exactly what what it was, but like picked you know, that Ronnie Racky song. Canceling, canceling, canceling you. Yeah. Yeah, that song, dude. That's what's happening. But I was like I think Jared Leto's too big of a monstrosity to get canceled. 
Yeah, it's like a Joe Rogan dude. They try to cancel him. And he he's is. still punching he through. He can't. That. Yeah, Jared Leto's like. He may be in the band and being an actor, like, cool again. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. He's, like, the only guy that does that. Successfully. He's and, a, a superhero. And guy. I will say this is kind of a hot take. I think... He's a good actor, too. I think if they would have gave his Joker some more screen time, I think he would have been a good Joker. Yes, me too. I know. I, I, they I didn't build him up, right? Whoever one. made that movie fucked it up. I that, yeah, well, they Jared fucked Leto. that whole movie up. Yeah. They didn't give his character enough arc, like... All right, so Mario, what do we got here on So, screen? yeah, so... This is on uh, IGN.com. Warner Brothers shift dates for Black Adam, The Flash, Aquaman 2, and Shazam 2. So they are shuffling a lot of shit around. Um, we know that DC's primed to have a, a pretty big, like, 2022 into 2023. Um, especially this year. But it looks like now, like I said, The Flash is going to be pushed now to 2023 sometime in the summer i believe june so it says here uh dc and warner bros announced uh, a slew of delays of multiple films today that's awful including aquaman 2 the yeah, flash sucks, dwayne the rock johnson's black adam and more warner brothers is moving around the dates for several of the biggest dc movies of this year among the biggest changes are delays for aquaman 2 and the flash into 23 while Black Adam starring uh, The Rock also has been pushed back. It will still be released this year. Furthermore, the Shazam sequel has been pushed forward and will be uh, premiering in 22. So we, it looks like we uh, have Shazam and Black Adam premiering still in 22. And um, uh, so the Flash I think they said another concern was... So here we go right here. Oh, good. Real quick. Uh, Aquaman has been delayed from uh, December 22 to March of 23, so a year away. Black Adam has been pushed back from July 22 to October 22. The Flash is moving from November 22 to June 23. Damn. That's awful. That, that's the one that I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> I was so stoked because that's coming out around my birthday. Now it's not coming out until yeah, next, they nailed it. That guy's next summer. For the Flash. Shazam! Fury and the Gods has been moved up and will be premiering on December 16, 2022 instead of 23. Now that one I have a theory about, which they talked about on one of another podcast that I watch. What uh, you got? So, YouTuber, uh, John Campy, I watch him all the time. He, he was talking about this the other day on his show. And um, he was saying how his theory is that because Avatar 2 is coming out around the holidays, they wanted to swap out Aquaman because, you know, the it first Aquaman away. made a billion. I think it made a billion, didn't it, or close? Something like that, yeah. So it made a ton of money where... Um, Shazam was a very good movie. I enjoyed the first one, but it didn't make nearly as much as Aquaman did. Right. Um, I think I think what they're thinking is they have a better they have a feeling that Aquaman will get better numbers at the box office, and if they move it away from Avatar two, it won't get crushed by Avatar. Well, because what? That. However you feel about Avatar, one way or the other, the first one is the highest grossing film ever. So it's like wasn't End, Endgame the well Endgame took it and then they and then they just took it back because I think they re released it. They re-released Avatar. Yeah, I think they did like a limited run of Avatar again, and then and it, it did it again. Yeah, <laughs> holy like, shit! Ten years later. So wow. it just comes down to, I mean, yeah, the only, that. I'm sure that I'm sure Endgame's gonna try to reclaim that. You figure Marvel will probably throw out Endgame with with one of their movies. They'll yeah. do like a, you know, they do like um, they do like those marathons where they'll show like you can go see five Marvel movies up, and then they'll show the la the newest one as the last one. Yeah, um, they'll probably do that, and it'll bump the numbers up a little bit, but um. Yeah, he was saying that, you know, he's thinking because that's such a buzzsaw and because James Cameron's movies usually make a ton of money anyway. I mean, he's he's got like some of the highest grossing films ever. Yeah. Um, 
they, they they probably look at it like they'd rather sacrifice Shazam and lose a little bit less money where you know Aquaman they're banking on making some making bank. close to the first one hopefully but well that yeah. all makes sense uh so it's a good theory i mean yeah. i it, it it's just speculation i mean it made total sense that's kind of like when i looked at it and looked at all the dates i was like you know that actually makes a ton of sense well i mean look uh, my thing is if if he could put that together campia if he could put that together you know uh don't think industry executives aren't thinking and that's that the thing already. is and he's he's somebody that's like you know got tied a lot in, of tied in yeah he's tied in with the industry so yeah. he he used to work for amc and everything so he, he he yeah he knows what he's talking about yeah and shazam was like a pleasant surprise for them i think the first one it was good yeah you know? dude i, I it was like, fun. yeah it was a fun i thought it was fun aquaman yeah. cannot flop like, yeah for your brand like, i like the i like the aquaman too same i haven't watched yeah. it well not the sequel well he's another one well, is there a sequel no well there's coming but you said uh, i like aquaman uh, too oh uh, i have yeah like i've already, I've already well. seen aquaman <laughs> too he's another one that that they nailed it jason mimosa dude yeah, yeah. Mimosa. <laughs> i'm just fucking with you i can go for <laughs> So that's on the uh, DC side of things, uh, and then so we're getting uh, Moon Knight, which that looks oh, fucking dude. I cannot wait. That all looks the, awesome. All the posters they keep dropping for Moon Knight, dude. That, that looks like it's going to be great. Is um, there a Robin movie coming out, dude? There's a Batgirl movie coming out. Holy shit! Um, so, Michael Keaton's going to be in that too as Batman. What's it? Nighthawk. Fuck. What's his name, dude? Yeah, Nightwing. 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 Yeah. yeah there was rumors that, dude. Dude, I'd love yell. a Nightwing movie. Yeah, I would love that. So on the Marvel side, we have uh, Moon Knight, the the TV show, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, <laughs> Doctor Strange Two, and Multiverse. Can't wait of Madness. for that too. Oh. And then is it what's the third Marvel movie? We just went over this. Is, is it, it the Marvels? Is it is the Marvels? I think. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. So that's the second Captain Marvel movie, right? I think so. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so still, I mean, even though with the delays on DC, we're still getting a uh, you know a big twenty twenty two of superhero movies. So if you're into that sort of thing, which I am, man, that's those are really over the years that have been the movies that kind of you know uh, push through the rest of Hollywood. I guess you know. I mean, it's like how can you go wrong? How can you fuck? Because up? it's a blockbuster. How could you go wrong how with could... a comic book blockbuster? Right. The problem it's is, like I don't want to see Channing Tatum and Tatum uh, for three hours driving around with, with a dog, with right? A dog. <laughs> and like that's a, that's really the problem with Hollywood. So I always hear people make the argument: it's like, oh, everybody just cares about comic book movies. You know why? Because I want to be entertained, right? If right. I want to watch some artsy indie movie, I'll go on Netflix and stream it from my house. Yeah, I don't want to go to a giant Dolby Cinema and like. <laughs> To watch some somebody sit there and smoke a cigarette and talk about philosophy for <laughs> right. two hours. I love. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to watch comic book movies. I want to watch action movies. I yeah. want to. I want to be entertained. I want to be, you know, taken away for two hours. Yeah, I want to escape and like enjoy something for two hours. That's not the fucking world we live in. Exactly. <laughs> and you know that's really the point. Uh, you know, with uh, if, well, that's the point for movies, man. And it's like. Somewhere along the line, it got intertwined with politics. I mean, you know, uh, the see, and, then, and, and again, that's the other thing is the, the the forcing in shit when you can just like, for example, why do you have to tell me that this character is strong and independent? Why can't you just make a good character? Well, right. it's 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 not, and I, I'll say this, man, it's not forced. It's it's definitely done on purpose. It's done purposefully. Because oh yeah. 
It's, you know, Hollywood, big entertainment. It's to push these, like, politics. Well, yes, but, you know, they're, they they work together. And it's just, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, because it's such a it's such a big platform to reach with your agenda. Exactly. It's it's a, it's a an arm of propaganda for, you know, the bigger uh, global elite, man. And, it, it, you know, it is what it is, man. But, you know, when, when I get to see a movie like Batman and, and they nail the movie... And I don't have to think about any of the bullshit. Well, the only thing I was thinking about was like, damn, like, you know, shit is really fucked damn, up, the, dude. Damn, the Riddler reel is fucked. Yeah, the, yeah, the real Bro, ass, I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah. is anybody wearing a mask and a, and a coat? <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. This guy, this guy next to me is taking notes in his notepad. I'm getting the fuck out of here, dude. The Riddler oh real AF, bro. I'm about to get that tattoo. Dude, on my it's neck. scary. And you know what's scary though is like you know you think back with like the Nolan trilogy when that guy with the movie theater like claimed he was the Joker and d- dude that was scary shit. Yeah, man. And it's like, man, <laughs> it makes it well. It we makes joke you about think. it, but it's like it eh, makes you think, dude. Makes you think. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, so and we have a busy 2022 it's a win by 2022 kind of Fuck year yeah, oh yeah we got a lot on the slate coming up so i think uh you know we're geared up to play i mean we have you know this sunday show like uh we mentioned um and then we have at least another like four or five shows booked throughout the rest of the year and then probably going to be booking some more for the fall and winter and the end of summer as well um you know as far as new music you can be expecting probably anywhere in the realm of six to eight new uh, releases probably uh, throughout 2022. So make sure you guys stay tuned uh, in the paint podcast. Um, you know, we're going to be revamping this whole thing, uh, getting it off the ground, even though coming back on tonight's show, man, I'm like, damn, bro. Like we, we got it. Well, here we go. We're talking Hollywood. We'll call it a soft reboot. of, of ah, the- <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, Damn, the man. dreaded <laughs> reboot. <laughs> Um, nah, man. So it, yeah, it's, it, it's going to be a busy, uh, busy year, but a fun one. Um, you know, despite, uh, the world crashing and burning all around us. Ah. Ah, Everybody see. hang in there. That's why we're here. We're here to get through it together. Together, baby. Yes. We're going to yes. make it. So you guys ready to write some tunes? Let's write some tunes, oh, man. Yes. So this is probably right, one of our shortest episodes. Well, no, I won't say shortest episodes. I think we actually went a little longer than we originally expected to. We definitely went longer. That's but what she said. There's- oh. 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 went long time, yes. Very <laughs> long time. Very long, long time. But we've actually had uh, episodes that were uh, probably shorter than this. I think I've done episodes over like 59 minutes long. So it would have ever. Um, Nonetheless, this is a podcast, and uh, <laughs> this is a <laughs> this we are PSA. This is a podcast. <laughs> Wait, we where are we at? Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. So, uh, yeah, guys, make sure to uh, come down to the fire this Sunday. Check us out. Um, oh yeah, you know we'll be uh, we'll be playing uh, Tread at nine thirty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> it's gonna be late. It is gonna be a late one, but it's gonna be a fun one. We're gonna get yeah, it we'll in. make it worth your while if you come out. Yes. Has anyone been to the fire? Yeah, I've never been. Me to the neither. Fire. No, I've I've heard a lot of good things though. Same from yeah. I have friends that have played the fire. They yeah. said it's pretty. Cool. You guys want to look it up real quick? See what it looks like. Yes. Let's is it, it fire? Is it fire? Fire. Is the fire fire? <laughs> the fire, Gerard. Look. It's got fire emojis next to it. I like it. Let's so go. You gotta, yeah, it's Yo, this place lit. <laughs> this place lit AF. 4.3 out of 5. Ooh. That's looking ruggedy. 
right, that's my kind of place, baby. Let's go. Is this it? <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's what she said. That's alarming. <laughs> Is this the venue? Oh, I like it though. Oh, okay. That's that's a win by two venue. Yeah, right there. dude. I like it. I <laughs> that's, like it. That's our bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's perfect. Damn, look at the PA. It's like a Holy garage. <laughs> Looks like a shed. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Have, do you guys ever played the Trocadero balcony? I've never played that. I've been there. Yeah. It it yeah. feels like the Troc balcony right there. That's how yeah. it looks. Yeah, it does, actually. Yeah. Now I'm hyped for it because it's going to be packed in there. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked. And there's a whole bar, too. Not to mention, guys, this will be our first show performing as a four-piece. Oh, uh, I'm excited. Right. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Shit. Yes, uh... You know, uh, our good friend Mitch in Landon Axel, uh, you know, um, uh, well, I'm not going to speak on his behalf, but uh, he won't be performing with us this Sunday, and he will be greatly missed. Um, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. Yeah, we're, we're we're wishing him well. It's nothing, you know, nothing not like that. We're, yeah, it's it's he's just taking some time, and, you know, we respect that, and, you know, we just hope he, you know. Gets well. Hope he gets Get well, well soon, dude. Yeah, man, we love you. Look at this guy playing at the fire, dude. <sighs> He's just playing for this guy. Is that Rivers Cuomo? Oh, dude, he kind of dresses like Rivers Cuomo. He's like the fedora, dude. That's, yeah. that's definitely a very Weezer-esque look. Why is there, like, no one at these, like, people's performances? Wait, here we go. Maybe. That looks that's pretty good. <laughs> so we just have to bring our turntable and yeah. we're good. Here we go. That looks Okay, all go. right. All right. Is that, oh, a, is balcony? that a balcony? Bro. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit. We, yo. All right, this place is fire. Holy shit. So come check us out uh, this Yo, Sunday, ladies If anybody's feeling daring to dive off the balcony I'll into do the pit, it, dude. If someone catches I'll, me, I'll, I'll pay it. someone uh, $150 if they... Uh, I'll do it. Actually, I just put out a bet on Twitter, guys. And you guys could uh, you know, follow any one of us on Twitter uh, at Alex Clemish, at Mario Corsaro 10 uh, yeah, it's something like weird. 69. It's, it was one of those, like, I couldn't get my name as my Twitter handle, so I had to, like... I know it's a number. Actually, no, I actually did get just my name. Oh, so Mario. Corsaro. So it's just at Mario Corsaro. Yeah. So follow him and mine's. Actually... I think. I think. I think we're thinking of my Snapchat. No, we're <laughs> thinking of my Twitter, which is John DiCaprio ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it happened to me on one of mine. Though. Follow any one of us on Twitter. Uh, I just put out a funny uh, a tweet. I think it was like because um, I, I just offered anyone. I was like, I could I could pay someone a hundred dollars right now if you can explain to me why uh, our current administration isn't. Uh, opening up and drilling in our uh, oil, like having American. Oh, that's a good turn of oil. topic. So um, no one has been able to explain that to me yet. So I, that bet is still on the table. And the all other bet that is on the table, if someone will jump off this balcony, I will pay them $150 in Bitcoin. Oh, shit. Wow. Getting rich. Okay. Get rich, motherfucker. Um, guys, so this has uh, been a episode uh, to remember. It's a good uh, one. Welcome back. Um, who knows? We might even pop up next week, um, depending Hell on how yeah, froggy dude. you're feeling, bro. But if not, uh, we will be back um, with a ball, and we'll be back when the uh, the studio is up and running. Um, but this has been a fun one for myself, John, Mario, Alex. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Oi. What happened to peace? <laughs> <laughs>